welcome to another edition of the In Search SEO Podcast, repainting the town red with search marketing insights. Today we speak with Glasgow's most prominent SEO expert, the straight-talking Craig Campbell, all about the myths of black hat SEO. Can black hat SEO techniques be effective if done properly? Where are the lines between white hat and black hat SEO? And is black hat SEO's bad reputation justified? Is it really immoral? Plus, we take a look at a whole new level of SERP customization that I think is the future of the search engine results page. Oh, mysterious, what could it be? I am your host, Morty Oberstein. Today, I am joined by she who does not put money in the pockets of Marvel Studios, Sapir Carabello. <laughs> so, so no endgame yet, I'm assuming. Uh, is this gonna be a thing? It's, you know shaming what? me every podcast for not seeing it. Shame, shame. I oh don't... my god! You know, someday I'm gonna surprise you, and I will see it. That would be the worst day for me because I couldn't keep doing this anymore. <laughs> exactly. I, but I, I, you know, the truth is, like, I, it's just a gag. I really don't care about Endgame that much. I'm not a big, I'm a big sci-fi guy. I'm a big action guy. I'm a big whatever guy. I like movies. I was mm-hmm. not that like like Marvel's like oh it's okay. I didn't even see Thor until like re- like. I don't know, two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it. But then you mentioned how hot he is. So I'm like, oh, I guess I should watch that. It is. <laughs> it's it okay. is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, do not forget we put a new episode of the In Search SEO podcast each and every Tuesday. You can find it on the Rank Ranger blog. You can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on Spotify, on Stitcher. And of course, you can subscribe on iTunes. Um, oh, and do not forget that when you're looking for your search competitors, look no further than Rank Ranger to find out who your search competitors are, where they're ranking, for what keywords, for how long. What changes they made to their metadata, their top pages, their top paid keywords, and more. Okay. Wow. So first, I I feel I have like a horrible, horrible um, flu. I feel terrible right now. But I'm going to tough it out like Michael Jordan in that famous flu game. If you don't know what's about that game, it's great. It was a great game. And if you don't, if you do know about it, great. If you don't know about it, I'm moving on. Doesn't matter. Okay. So before we get started, (laughs) before we get started (laughs) with the wide world of Black Hat SEO, did you hear the news? The major news. Did you hear it? AMP bug? Ah, uh, the AMP bug. No. Mm, more diversity at the top of the SERP? Mm, no. Then what? Oh, okay. It was a test to the local pack. Wow, that never happens. Not like this, because this time we're looking at the SEO impact of choosing your own area in the local pack. Ooh. Oh, it's big. Okay, so as spotted by Valentin Pletzer, who is another person I would love to have on this podcast, I mean, meaning to have on this podcast, and who I eventually will schedule to have on this podcast, assuming he's willing to join, which why wouldn't you be? So he found that Google was running a local pack test where you could set the local area that you wanted results for. So boom, yeah, huge, right? You're scaring the children. <laughs> there are children listening to this podcast? That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Come on. This is huge. Okay. The test had you select your own area from an array of local neighborhoods, where they were all, which were all within a few, you know, square miles of each other. So let's say, I don't know, for example, you know, you, you search for trying to think, I don't know, um, pizza place near me, and you happen to live in the middle of New York City, so you can choose um, Upper West Side, Upper East Side, Harlem, Washington Heights, um, Lower East Side, Chelsea, uh, Greenwich Village. You can choose like which specific area you want it, as opposed to in general, the way the local pack shows its three listings, it's a, it, it picks the area. You know, you it either judges by your location or by the query itself, and it picks three places. Okay, but here you got to refine which exact area you want the results from. So that's pretty 
That's pretty cool. Okay. So, I mean, like, literally, what could be bigger news than that? And y'all are like, dude, like, why are you wasting my time with this crap? And I'm like, yo, y'all need to realize the significance of this because you can expect this sort of thing to be all over the gosh done. Gee golly, search engine results page, the SERP, in the future. As I recommended to Google myself. What are you talking about? <laughs> so a few, a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago. I have no sense of time. I have no sense of direction. I have no sense of taste <laughs> or appropriateness, which is why I'm great at a party. Right. <laughs> Whatever it was, I did, or whenever it was, I did a post showing where Google's super awesome, super specific, multi-targeted intent showing doesn't always work. So in other words, let's say you do a search for buy car insurance. And Google says, you know what? We now know that users want multiple things from that query. They may want to buy a car insurance policy. They may want to compare multiple policies together. They may want to even learn about what's the best way to go about choosing and considering what you should buy or what you should have in a car insurance policy. So different intents all targeted on the same SERP. So the idea in a nutshell that, that, that I spoke about was that, okay, when the various intents are related, like learning about car insurance, buying car insurance, reviewing car insurance policy, okay, Google can't go wrong with targeting as many intents as it feels is advantageous. But when the intents don't relate cry havoc. I've always wanted to quote Shakespeare on this podcast. Actually, no, I'm not really a big Shakespeare fan, but I'm a big Star Trek Six fan. So if you watch Star Trek Six, you know exactly what I'm talking about with that line. And if you haven't seen Star Trek Six, you're like, what is this dude talking about? And so we're going to move on. Anyway, <laughs> when when the intense, like you like end game, like Star Trek Six, so many movies. I like movies. Anyway. I noticed. Yes. <laughs> I was like, when do you watch all these movies? I'm like, when you're sleeping at 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, anyway. <laughs> That's healthy. Probably not a good idea. Right. I'm a night owl. I'm a night owl. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Okay, so when the intents are unrelated, notice when the intents that Google tries to target, the multiple intents that Google tries to target in the same SERP are unrelated, there is a certain amount of chaos on the SERP. For example, uh, I ran a query related to um, a notebook. I forgot what you know, a notebook, the notebook, whatever it was. And you had all sorts of results for the movie, the notebook. Did you ever see that one? Oh, I love that Oh, one. of course you did. <laughs> that way, I, my my oh, eyes God. got watery at the end too. But it was a pretty, whatever. It's not my, it was good. Okay, anyway. It so, is. It, yeah, I, I just said it was. Okay. okay. <laughs> the, when I did this query around notebook, I got the movie, the notebook, a whole bunch of results for that. Computer notebooks, like, you know, like a laptop, right? Uh, and paper, mm -hmm. like a paper notebook, which you probably don't know what that is, right? I do. Well, come on. I'm not that young. <laughs> Just messing with you. Okay. So you have all, okay. The results were quite diverse and they were catered to multiple user profiles. Hooray! Except when hooray. that happened. Hooray. Yes. Everyone shout hooray. Huzzah. Okay. <laughs> Except when that happens, no one user has enough of has enough has enough results has enough on the SERP to satisfy them, right? You had two results for the SERP uh, for the SERP for the movie the notebook. You had two results for you know actual physical paper notebooks. You had a couple results for notebook computers. It's not enough to satisfy each individual user. It's too all over the place because the intents are totally unrelated to each other. I mean, how does the movie the notebook relate to an actual notebook, right? Okay, so mm -hmm. in this case, I had a recommendation for Google. I bet you did. I, I just said that I did. And what did you recommend? <laughs> it's, can't, it's, I can't help myself. Okay. I recommend that Google show large cards at the top of the SERP as an overlay or whatever whatever form it wanted to use. Okay, just large cards that let you choose 
the intent you're interested in. Okay, so in this case, let's say you had a large card to let you choose between, I don't know, the notebook, the movie, uh, laptops, or you know, physical notebooks. And you clicked on one of those big, you know, visually enhanced cards at the top of the page, and the whole new SERP loaded to meet your exact intent. Right or topically at least you have multiple tens within that topic. So you want to have you know two results for the notebook, two results for a computer, two results for an actual notebook. You can choose right how to set that whole SERP up according to which topic. It's sort of like it's sort of like a massive you know disambiguation box on steroids. Okay, for those who don't know, a disambiguation box, which is a hard word to pronounce when you're speaking this fast, um, <laughs> is it's a it's a box that appears on the side of the SERP or on top of the SERP on mobile sometimes. That lets you choose. Like Google's, like we weren't really exactly sure what you're what you're asking for. Like if you type in Rangers, did you mean the New York Rangers hockey team? Did you mean the Texas Rangers baseball team? Did you mean Power Rangers? Did you mean Army Rangers? And you can tell Google, no, I meant New York Rangers, the hockey team. Of course, obviously. No, obviously it's Rank Ranger. That's what. Oh, they meant. oh, oh, right. My mistake. Yes, obviously you meant Rank Ranger. <laughs> then you meant the New York Rangers <laughs> hockey team. Okay, so no, in other words. While, while, while the format I talked about here, okay, what I'm telling you about now, and the format you saw in the local pack that let you choose the area you want are not exactly the same thing, that doesn't matter. The concept is, right? In other words, what I'm proposing is that Google let you, when the intents are too unrelated, I'm proposing Google lets you choose which intent you want. So That, that would be pretty great. That would yeah. be pretty cool, okay? Mm-hmm. What Google did in this case with the local pack test was say, I'm not sure what Google's saying is if I'm not sure exactly what you want. Do you want results for, you know, area A? Like, I don't know, let's say, I think the example he had was from like San Jose and there's all these different neighborhoods around San Jose. Did you want neighborhood A, neighborhood B, San Jose proper? So Google let you choose. So a very you know, same concept just applied to a, local, to a local setting. Okay, and this, by the way, makes 100% sense. Why wouldn't Google do this and go deeper with this sort of functionality? Okay, what do you lose, so to speak, by letting the user choose their own path here? Nothing. Okay, by the way, Bing has been doing something similar to this for a while with their version of feature snippets, okay, which offer multiple answers from multiple perspectives where the user can choose what answer they like for themselves. Right? So you know, Google, you type in to Google, how do you tie your shoe? You get a box at the top of the SERP. It's a feature snippet. It's wonderful. It's great. Bing has a, a multiple perspective feature snippet. Obviously, tying your shoes might not really qualify for that. But if you had a more complex query, maybe that was more opinionated, whatever it is, okay? Google or Google Bing will show you multiple um, sources with multiple snippets with multiple answers all related to that one question. Now, Google does sort of have something like this. It's called a multifaceted feature snippet uh, where you have one snippet that sits on top of the second snippet. And the second snippet sort of serves as a as a, a follow up question to the first feature snippet in a way, not exactly. That's how I'm going to explain it in five seconds. That's not entirely accurate, but I only have five seconds to do it, so that's how I'm going to say it. So cut me some slack. Okay, so why wouldn't by that as a, as a side point, why wouldn't Google do this with the featured snippet? Good idea with the local pack. Hey, there's my idea. This like you know disambiguation box and steroids that lets you choose an entirely new SERP, so to speak. Why not do it with the feature snippet? Why not have multiple multi-perspective feature snippets like Bing does? Well, that's because I think that Google looks at featured snippets as a way to build authority, as coming off as an authority. Hey, look, we just um, you know, we we just want you to to think of us, and we want to be an an authority for you. 
We want to build authority. Just like we spoke about last week with Ali Berry here on this very podcast about your site building authority. Google wants to build authority for its own site. You know, Google has a site called Google. <laughs> and in fact, I want to do this very, very badly. And it does this by having a top spot answer known as the feature snippet or direct answers. All right? It's a way for them to come up as a, you know, hey, we got this. We know it all. We have all the answers for you. Showcasing a diversity of URLs with content from all sorts of sites that you know relate to each other but don't offer one true answer doesn't work from an authority perspective. Being one in a different direction, they said, okay, you know what? We're going to cater to the user being having choice and the user feeling there's a diverse set of, of results in front of them inside of our feature snippet feature. Google didn't want to go that way. Google does want to go with diversity, and there's a whole update with that, but another time, another place. But when the feature snippet, Google wants to go authority. And that that format, that multi-perspective format doesn't work when trying to build up authority. And of course, Google, I think, wants to build up its authority for voice search propositions and so forth and, and whatnot. Okay, by the way, if I am right, okay, this would have huge implications for the world of SEO. And if I'm right that Google's going to put in more of these little um, features that allow you to customize the SERP, you know, which area do you want to be in? Or if they go with my idea and say, okay, which which topic are you talking about here? And you have a whole new set of results show up, right? Again, like that disambiguation box on steroids. That is a hyper-personalization of results. Because so we're talking where a case where you can rank number one for a keyword in one case with one user and a hundred for the same keyword for another user, which sort of happens now to whatever extent, local, whatever. But I'm talking about this happening on a mass scale and to and very much extensively, okay? And that changes a whole that you know would change your whole approach to creating content and tracking your progress. And it's enough to make your head explode. And we'll stop here for the sake of sanity. Not that I have any. Okay, let's. Get, that was a that was a mouthful. It was. Thank you. Um, let's get to Craig Campbell, and we'll dive into the world of Black Hat SEO. But I have to say, okay, this show. Let me let me let me set the stage for you here a little bit. This show is about opening areas of SEO knowledge. In case you didn't realize that. It's also about having a good time and being a little bit crazy. But it's about opening areas of SEO knowledge, opening the SEO world up, having a bit of fun while we do it, yes, okay? But, uh, you know, we're about making sure that the world of SEO is open to you. Now, Morty, what does it have to do with anything about Black Hat SEO? Good question. Black Hat SEO exists, Okay. Rank Ranger nor I endorse any black hat topics in any way whatsoever. That being said, and while you should stick to Google's guidelines, black hat SEO does exist. And it shouldn't be a taboo topic. Okay, it should be analyzed, it should be combed through like any other topic in SEO. So again, while we don't condone using black hat tactics in any way, we think you should stick to the guidelines. That said, at the end of the day, it is your site. It's your clients, and it's your bottom line at stake, so you should make your own educated decision. So let's get educated. Cut one. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Insert SEO podcast. By the way, this is a first. This is our first live on-site, in-the-flesh interview. I am sitting right next to the renowned Craig Campbell of, well, well, of everywhere, okay? Of conferences, of courses, of webinars, and of course, his SEO consulting services. Do you sleep, by the way? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this heat, though. Uh, so, you have a four-month-old baby, correct? Yeah. So, you don't sleep, I know. It's... I would like to say I, do, I don't, 
but I actually do. The wife's actually very good. <laughs> <laughs> your your wife is a righteous woman because yeah. Maya would never let me get away with that. Let me ask. Okay, so I have to ask this: Do you change diapers? <laughs> we, we had this conversation earlier. I've, That's I've why done I'm one, one before, and it was a uh, uh, number one um, <laughs> or a piss. If you want to call it piss, am I allowed to say piss on here? That that would be number one. Um, so yeah, not number twos. Not number twos is not my thing. I envy you. As a father of four children, I envy you. My I, hero. I envy myself as well. I have no idea how I've got away with it, but. <laughs> God bless you. Okay, so we're here to talk about Black Hat SEO, and let me say, okay, I have to have the disclaimer because Rank Ranger does not endorse any Black Hat SEO tactics officially or any official way whatsoever, but okay, SEO, Black Hat SEO is part of the SEO, overall SEO conversation, and we need to talk about it, we need to discuss it, and you need to make your own decision about what you want to do because at the end of the day, it is your site or is your sites that you're managing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so just so we're on the same page because not everybody may be familiar with Black Hat SEO. What is Black Hat SEO and how does it differ from White Hat SEO? <laughs> so I, I'm not a big fan of the term Black Hat SEO. So That was my next question, by the way. Um, okay. People term me a Black Hat SEO because I do a lot of affiliate marketing and I'll push the boundaries more than I may push a client website. So... Obviously, you've got your PR and, and all the other kind of stuff you do, outreach and everything else, you know, in terms of link building. And for me, um, who does a lot of affiliate marketing stuff, you know, I might do a few sneaky tricks and people say that's black hat. Now, what I'm not is some dodgy spammer who sets up GSA or, or you know, builds PBNs, you know, 20 websites on a shared hosting account and links, to, you know, interlinks everything all together and leaves massive footprints for Google to slap me. You know, that that is that is black hat SEO as far as I'm concerned. Some real shoddy, automated, crappy work. So black hat SEO, <laughs> it's hard. I, you know, I wouldn't consider myself black hat because I try and cover my footprints. I try and do things with a mixture of legitimacy. And, and stuff like that as well. So, um, I, you know, I, I, as I say, I don't like the term black hat SEO, but people will instantly just assume you're doing spammy, crappy work, and that is what black hat SEO is. And automated tools, you go into black hat world, the forum, you know, you've got guys, get bots, and all this kind of weird stuff going on, and do, doing an outrageous amount of tasks, and some of it works well, some of it doesn't, some of it leads to penalties, some of it doesn't and it's it's about understanding how far you can push um <laughs> google and you know no one knows where the line stops but i'd like to think you know when i've got an affiliate marketing website that i can play a few games as we all do in life um you know life's one big game and you know you can be mr white hat not swear and all that kind of stuff but we all like to have a wee beer or, or whatever and it's the, you know it's no different from the seo you're doing something that's maybe a little bit naughty you know maybe you shouldn't have had a beer tonight you know your wife might kick off and you should have had some water but that wouldn't have been <laughs> as much fun so don't rat me out <laughs> <laughs> yeah apologies. apologies that's okay she has to listen to this podcast anyway <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably for the better. Yeah. <laughs> so so there, there are so many things that you spoke, just said that I do want to hit it and we'll hit on later. Yep. But I'm going to assume that you think that the terms black hat or white hat SEO don't do anybody any service. Exactly. And the reason that I don't think it does anyone any 
services because there's so many white hat guys out there who are doing black hat stuff but will just never admit it mm. um, or they, they think because of who they are it's not black hat or whatever it may be so I mean this black hat white hat thing is all down to opinion what you call black hat might be different from what I call black hat and um, it's all you know everything's in this game is all about opinions and, and stuff like that who who cares what hat anyone's wearing if you're making money and your your site's ranking well then call it whatever the hell you like um and you know you've got guys out here there who are playing the pr card saying i'm mr white hat and squeaky clean and all that kind of stuff and it's just a sales pitch these guys are not actually doing white hat seo and, that, and that's really the point that's really why we're sitting down doing these interviews because there, there are white hat SEO tactics and there are black hat SEO tactics, and it's really up to you. It's, it's a conversation that you need to know. You need to know what both sides are, and you need to be able to have intellectual honesty to say, okay, this works for my site, this doesn't work for my site. So, so with that, are there reasonable? Okay, because the usual association, I'm not getting ahead of myself, but the usual association is, oh, you've gone black hat. Well, you're a scammy cheater, slime bag, and, and whatnot. But, but are there legitimate reasons why someone with really good and honest intentions would take upon Black Hat SEO tactics? 100%. So when you're operating in very competitive niches and your competition are doing things that are a little bit naughty, you have the choice to either be, you know, play the game or not and sit behind those guys. And, you know, you know everything in life is all about competition if you like and if your competition are doing something that works very well and makes them a lot of money you you really have to you know whether it's a, a football team and they're buying big superstar players or whatever it may be you know i can only relate that back to seo if someone's doing something and they're spending a lot of money and they're doing these things whether it's buying links or whatever it may be you have to follow suit or you're not going to challenge for the the, the title there and at the end of the day ranking well for your search terms is where the money's at and you know you have to you know there's a lot of businesses out there who don't want to do it and it's obviously because they're scared there's a lot of scaremongering goes online you know people saying you'll be penalized for this you'll be penalized for that and a lot of this stuff is scaremongering i think if you get the mix right um, and do a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of that then the balance is right google's not going to come down on you um and i think for me, um, you, you, as any business, you've got competition out there and someone will be doing something that's naughty. Now, whether you pay an agency um, 20 grand a month and you think they're a big PR agency, the chances of that 20 grand actually being spent on um, anything that's going to benefit your business um, and, and, and all being squeaky clean are impossible. Mm. Um, now, what is probably more black hat is um, that agency taking 15 grand of that 20 grand budget and putting it in the back pocket for all the directors that's theft um, or black hat if, in my opinion um, and probably you know spending five grand across content links you know whatever else your your cost tools and, and research and audits and all that stuff so that's more black hat than me potentially paying a guy to do some outreach and, and buy some links, you know, pay a guy for links or whatever it may be. Yeah, and, and that's why I think getting getting rid of the taboos, so to speak, about white hat, black hat SEO and actually having an honest conversation about what works, what doesn't work, and what you feel comfortable with is so, is so important. Um, with that, though, there are some really, really crappy black hat SEO tactics. How do you separate out what may be 
overly absurd, overly, uh, for lack of a better word, pardon my English, crappy, versus what might be something that might be against Google guidelines, but might be a legitimate way, or not legitimate way, might be a reasonable way for you to act uh, with your site. So, yeah, the, the, there's, as you say, there's some real crappy, shitty tactics out yeah. there. GSA, you know, you, you, you fire up GSA, get your blog comments that every other Tom, Dick, and Harry's got, and Google can establish you're doing blog comments and, and every other Tom, Dick, and Harry's doing these blog comments and they can filter them out and, and, you know, it's quite easy for them to either ban you, to, you know, or, you know, ignore them or whatever it wants, you know, you want to do and you're wasting a lot of time and effort and energy doing that. Um, but in terms of legitimate black hat stuff, you know, people are, you know, acquiring links um, and when I say acquire, the, you know, I'll use that word loosely. Um <laughs> <laughs> and it, you have to basically feed Google what it wants, and Google wants content and links. Let, let's be honest about it, and there's no point in beating around the bush. You know, you can do your site audit, site speed, click-through rate, all these kind of smaller metrics um, that, that you know may elevate your website slightly. If you're in position three and you go into position one, click-through rate will probably come into play. Um, but to, to get up there, I think you have to, you know, buy links and you have to do things. And for me, most people have to buy links, whether that's niche edits, whether that's, uh, you know, they're paying for outreach and they believe that someone's actually outreaching to websites and going to mummy bloggers and doing whatever it was, you know, whatever. The, the, the real truth of the matter there is people are actually paying mummy bloggers 50 quid and... Mm. And, and getting a nice 500 word uh, spun article placed on there and getting a link. And, you know, I don't see there much being wrong with that. That, you know, getting a spun article is probably not good. You know, what you want to do is get that stuff indexed and do it a little bit better than spinning an article, maybe getting someone to write the article for you. At the end of the day, we need links, we need content, and we need good on page SEO. And, and that's it. It's, it. This game's not that hard. Um, how you go about getting those links, you know, that's where you know how black hat do you go? Are you prepared to bribe a guy? Are you prepared to schmooze him? <laughs> you know, I've had guys take me out for beers. Um, I've had guys buying me steak. I've, I've, you know, everything to, to, to get a link or get a shout out or f for me to promote the tool. Or, how were those beers, by the way? It, those beers were really nice tonight. The, st <laughs> the st well, Stella in Israel uh, is not what I was led to believe was going to be the case. Someone told me, "Come over here and taste the best Israeli beer." Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that, then that, I get told, talking about? they've only the got Stella. That is the best beer we got. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get that stuff no problem in Glasgow. Oh so, boy. Um, yeah. Jealous. Okay, so there's there's so many points on there that I do want to hit on, and and, and I'm going to put them aside for a moment because there is a method to my to my madness, and it is definitely madness. Uh, I do want to talk about the effectiveness of, of Black Hat SEO because we're going to have a an honest conversation about this. One of the things that you have sort of in the white hat community is that the the effectiveness of the Black Hat um, tactics don't really work. I'm going to quote you in a 2017 Search Engine Land article that said, uh, "Let me get my best reading voice on." <clears throat> PBNs usually provide little to no long-term value to the websites they are linking to. That said, you don't think so, correct? And, and why is that? Did I say that? No, no, no. Search Engine Land said Search that. Search Engine Land said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, I, 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 that. I am presenting both sides of the argument to my honest and, and inquisitive audience so they can understand what the real conversation in SEO is and both sides of the equation. So SEO, SEO, Search Engine Land said that, and you don't believe that. 
No. No. I mean, so the question is why? Why don't I believe that? I've made a lot of money from PBNs, so... That's a good reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I can, I can fly to Israel. I can stay in that nice hotel next door. It is a nice hotel. That, you know, PBNs paid for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm only joking. But, no, I mean, there's PBNs and there's PBNs. So, as I said earlier, there's guys that have got PBNs on shared servers. They can, you know, do it at real low cost and everything else. And that that's not what I would call a PBN. A PBN... If you can't make a PBN work for you um, in terms of cost and revenue and everything else, you know, as far as I'm concerned, a PBN is a real website. Whether I use that for lead gen, whether I use that for something else, AdSense, if Amazon affiliate, that is is what my PBN consists of. Real websites with real traffic, with real metrics that have their own backlink profile that's not some shady you know, domain name that's expired, that's been fired up from way, uh, the Wayback Machine and slapped onto um, some, you know, crazy hosting account alongside 20 <laughs> other websites. So there's there's a PBN and there's a real PBN, and and that's the difference. And, and they're, 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 that's the exact reason why I want to do this interview, because there's so many taboos about this, and there really shouldn't be to a certain extent. But let me ask you a, a strategic question. With PBNs, how do you keep the cost down if you're doing it at scale? <laughs> so we had this conversation dollar question. literally before I sat down um, and picked up this mic we were talking about the website rev.com that's right so if I wanted to be black cat you know and, and I know a lot of people out there who want to tell me black cat the minute you publish this podcast I could go to rev and get this transcribed and we're going to have you know a, you know half an hour conversation or whatever it may be um, that's going to amount to about 10,000 words and I can make that a blog post so you can work at scale that will cost me $30 and I've got 5,000 words of good quality content um, now you can go out and follow other podcasters, uh, webinars whatever don't do that, just do. stick to Ring Ranger <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the, there's ways to scale up um, you know scaling up um, can be done in a million ways. You know, using the likes of Rev.com, you can outsource work to the Philippines. Um, you know, there's lots of cheap labour out there. So I know a lot of guys who work at scale who will outsource certain elements of the job. Now, I'm not saying for a second, scale up your content by going to the Philippines because, you know, English is not the first language and it's going to be crappy content and all right. that kind of stuff. But certain parts of a process can be outsourced for two, three hundred bucks a month. No, that's a good um, point. And... There's a lot of good guys. I spoke at Shanghai SEO and stuff like that. And there's a guy, Mad Singers, who specialises in outsourcing stuff, and loads of guys that I, I you know, I speak with and, and deal with, all outsource their stuff to these kind of countries. You know, me personally, I've got two Romanian content writers, and the cost of labour in Romania is a lot cheaper than the UK. So I can have, I could probably have five staff in Romania for the the price of two or three staff in the UK. So. To work at scale, you have to look at alternative um, options like that. No, that, that's a good point. And this, this, the biggest companies in the world do this. Cisco, Intel, everyone does this, mm -hmm. right? They, they have um, centers all, here in Tel Aviv where we're doing this interview, right? They have Intel's here, Cisco is here, everyone is here because it is the same brain power for a lower cost, Yeah. right? So don't think that okay, that's not like, oh, a horrible, you know, black hat topic or black hat tactic because everyone does that at, at a certain point in some way. It's the cost of living, like yeah. the cost of living in, in Thailand or, or, or whatever, for example, you can live like a god for 500 
dollars a month. Yeah, it's not a terrible thing. Like you're actually, you might be helping them out doing this. Exactly. Yeah. That's the way you've got to see it. So you I know, get that. I've got friends and family who go, you're paying that guy, you know, $500 a month. If that guy can eat, sleep, feed himself, you know, and, and stuff like that, and I can benefit from his skills and, his, you know, the service that they're providing, then why would I not? Yeah, you know, it's a good point because everyone talks about social, you know, social inequality, and that is a very, very interesting point and a good point to make, but at a certain point, you can't control the whole world, and you yeah. exist in a certain category, or you exist in a certain context, mm-hmm. and you have to do the best you can within that context. Exactly. Yeah, it's, a good, interesting, it's an interesting point for sure. Okay, so I have to ask this because, like, we're talking about Blackhead SEO. I almost knocked the table over in my excitement for this. But won't Google penalize you if you're going to take on certain, you know, black hat SEO tactics? No, no, no. If you avoid leaving massive footprints, you know, whether you're building PBNs, you're, you, you know, you're buying domain names and you're hiding your who is or mixing that stuff up with fake personas or you're buying hosting accounts using prepaid credit cards or, or whatever tricks you do to avoid any kind of track back to you personally um, will go a long way to, to helping you evade Google if you like. Yes, they may catch me one day, and they haven't to this day, and I'm sure you know I, I may or may not be on Google's radar, I'm probably not big enough to, to be on the radar because I think there's guys that are doing this stuff on a serious level. Well, after this podcast, who knows? Well, yeah, who knows? Uh, but good luck with it. <laughs> good luck finding it. But nah, I think avoiding avoiding um, massive footprints and doing silly, stupid things to cut. For me, the big thing where people make mistakes is, is cost. Um, people don't want to pay. I'd rather pay for a shared hosting account than, you know, 10 individual hosting accounts. I'm going to save a lot more money. And being Scottish, I'm tight as as tight as as maybe guys in israel no. <laughs> i'm not going to say it i'm not no, going to no say comment it. no comment uh, I, plead the, <laughs> I plead the fifth <laughs> um but you you know you have to speculate to accumulate and you know spend the money in the right places and not penny pinch um if you're going to do these kind of tactics you you have to pay for the right stuff and i think that's where a lot of people make mistakes and it's it's such a point that that's so stigmatized and so it goes under the radar and and, and in the typical SEO conversation, which again is why we're having this conversation. Okay, let's talk about SEO morality for a moment because there's Black Hat SEO dives right in, delves right into, goes right into morality in search. And if there were such a thing as a, a search philosophy or a search morality, uh, where does Black Hat SEO fit into that? I'm not talking about buying 100 links for $100. That's just stupid. Don't do that. That's obviously dumb. But I'm talking about, so in, in general, right, there's a certain stigmatization to going into black hat SEO tactics, and do you think that's fair? And should there be, right? If, it's, if you're breaking SEO, if you're breaking SEO, if you're breaking Google's guidelines, um, should there be a certain moral question to that, or is that question just absurd? I think it's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're talking about morality, I could tell you some of the tricks that guys I know play. Um, these guys have no morals whatsoever. So... Yeah, I think the the dirtier it gets, the more chance of success you get. So the 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 less morals you have, the more chance you've got of winning. Um, and and that's just my honest opinion. You know, I, you know, people may disagree with that and say things about it. But if you want to be, you know, moral, then you're probably you, you should probably just do white hat SEO. As far as I'm concerned, you know, some immoral things like 
you know, I've got guys, guys doing outreach that are kidding on their charities to, to get links or, or whatever it may be. I mean, that's that's a very mild one. There's people doing outrageous right. things that are totally immoral, yep. um, but it works very, very well. And it makes it hard. And it, it makes it, yeah, it makes it hard as well. But I think in terms of, of morality, I think to get anywhere in this world, you know, morals have to... Um, be dropped or, or swept to the side, especially in this <laughs> world. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I can't believe you actually asked me the question about oh, morals come on. and stuff. I, I like philosophy. Come on, um, I'm, I'm not a philosopher. I'm never you will. You are be. now. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe one day. The great dialogues with Craig yeah. Campbell. I've got I'm, I'm, my voice is sounding good on here. So, I oh, think it, it sounds could work. great. Yeah, I, you write a book. Nah, I can't yeah. write. But yeah, <laughs> can Rev.com write me a book? Sure it can. Sure it can. So basically, you don't think that there's any sort of, you know, if some people think that if you're doing black hat SEO, okay, fine, you're breaking Google's guidelines, you have to because pragmatically, that's just what you have to do. You're saying though, if I understand you right, that Google's guidelines are are not a moral compass at all. It's your site; you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I get it. You know, what are you saying? We, you know, I've got my own website and it's an affiliate website. I'm not going to bow down to what Google says or this guy from Google says that, you know, I should or shouldn't do. Whether that's the truth or not, you know, is entirely up to yourself whether you believe that. Um, and I'm sure we've all heard of examples of where Google have said one thing and, you know, they've totally contradicted something they've said previously. Well, they themselves have penalized themselves, so to speak. Yeah. They've broken their um, own guidelines. But you've got guys out there who do A-B testing all the time, who call that stuff out all the time. They're saying, like, that that's just an outrageous lie um, because look at this. And, um, you know, so what Google... Google don't want us guys gaming their system. And if they can drop a few clangers in here and there to stop the masses from, you know... Whether, and I'm not saying this just so I'm going to make this clear, but tagging your images obviously doesn't really have much of an impact, but say it did, Google would probably tell you it didn't. And because they don't want everyone tagging their images if that was going to be the next big thing that was going to lead you to ranking well. So it makes total sense. If you put yourself in Google shoes and think, use a bit of common sense. Um, would you want people gaming your stuff? Absolutely not. Um, and you would use guys and you would say stuff that, that's going to throw people off the track. And I think that's where you need to take a step back and ask yourself a few questions as to whether that makes sense. Do your own A-B testing as well. And, you know, speak to other people in the industry as well who who are trying weird stuff. Um, and they'll tell you what works and what doesn't. Yeah, so you know, you're, you're, you're going to get me fired, I think. <laughs> because no, 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 I want I want to make this point, and, and this I, I I will say unequivocally, people make the mistake, or the people are confused that okay, Google's guidelines are the official guidelines for the World Wide Web, which is not true. Like it's your site, because Google's guidelines are for their search engine. There are many search engines. There's Go, yeah. Go, Duck. There's Bing. There's Yahoo. There's okay. There's no one else, but Google's guidelines are for showing up in Google search results. Your site is your site. Yeah, and how you choose to go about. Your practices on your site is your business, which is, again, why we're having this conversation. But people do make that mistake and think, okay, Google's guidelines are how I should structure my site or go about my site. And those are two, from a theoretical perspective, I and mean, pragmatically they may not be, but theoretically speaking, those are two very different things. Your guidelines, your comfortability with your site versus what Google is comfortable with. Google has their own reasons. Google, And, and it does make sense. Okay, Google wants X, Y, and Z because that is good for Google. Yeah, and it is good for Google, and for Google to ask you to do that from Google's perspective makes one million percent sense. 
Yeah. But there is a question, and of course, again, Rank Ranger's not taking the official opinion, but there is a question of whether or not that makes sense for your site. And you should at least know that's a different question than what makes sense for Google. Yeah, but a lot, I mean, let me put this to you. Um, now, say I make money through Amazon Affiliate and I'm doing some sketchy tactics. Does anyone think for a second that I only want to make money for one or two months by doing something dodgy to get myself penalised? Absolutely not. You know, my goal is to earn money for the next five years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever it may be. You know, I'm still in my 30s, so, I, you know, I have to earn money and, and kids to feed and all that stuff. So I'm not going to do something that's going to jeopardise my income. Um, but what I will do is do more than the next guy who's making as, you know, or, or who's killing that niche. And that's the game we have to play. And, um, you know, that's something I'm prepared to put on the line for my own personal websites. A, cli a paying client may not want to play that game. And that's perfectly their choice if no one wants to run that risk. You know, but as far as I'm concerned, I will push and push and push and push and push until I win. And... You know, some businesses may say, "I can't afford that risk. I don't. I don't want to take that risk." And, and I get it. You don't. You know, you don't want to be tarnished with a brush. You don't want Google coming after you because if these penalties do come out, it can wipe you out. And um, you know, businesses have been wiped out. But as an SEO um, who does black cat SEO, the job is not to go out and see how quickly I can get myself penalised. It's how long can I get away <laughs> with making this money for? Because I want to live a good, easy life. Okay, so let me ask a controversial question at this point. Then, do you do you feel that Google is the one pushing for this? In other words, if Google were a little bit more, what's the word I'm looking for? Dynamic in their understanding of what an SEO or what a site needs to do in order to survive, would it be a little less rigid? And would that ease up on rigidity, if that's a real word or not? I'm not sure. Create an environment where black hat SEO wasn't needed or wasn't at least as as taboo as it is. In, in the current construct. Uh, in other words, is Google causing their own problems? Yeah, I would say so. I, I mean, Google do cause their own problems. Why release patents or guidelines and tell people how it works if you don't want them to game the system? You know, at the end of the day, whether we play a game online on PlayStation, someone wants to game that yep, thing to, that. To, to, to win. Whether that's winning the most coins or being the number one ranked on, you know, the, whatever game you're playing or you know i play fifa you know and and you know that i'm, I'm, sorry, I'm an american what's fifa fifa is probably like nhl hockey or some, <laughs> something like to you american guys <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the same company that makes it as well i think EA Sports. Um, yeah right so you know my my job in fifa is to make sure i beat the next guy and, and you need coins to do that and how you get those coins i could go and buy some coins off some hooky guy on the internet right. or do you know what i could go and play and waste 500 hours of my life which i don't have to win those coins legitimate uh, legitimate it's more fun to just go and buy the coins and have all the best players in fifa and i'm gonna do that and and you know get away with it and you know these guys there's always going to be a way around it that you know anything you, you any obstacle you put in life now if i say to you you're not having another beer tonight you're going to find a way to have another beer yes sir and you know it's like google saying you're not going to do this Yes, I am going to do this. Right. Um, so right. I think, you know, Google do cause a lot of their own problems by saying you're not going to do this. And and I think as a human being, we don't like being told what to do or or anything like that. So, 
yeah, people are going to try and break your system. Oh, there's, there's so much. There's so much. I, we can have a whole hour conversation about this, but I do. We can't. But I do want the audience to consider that that thought for a second, that and, and and think for a second, that the way things are are because and and no fault of Google's to Google themselves are because of the way Google constructs things and and, and just the way human nature and human nature is. I I do want to say though that the certain stigma, the certain taboo, or the certain like oh you're a terrible person for doing X, Y, and Z because that's what you need to do to survive. If that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. There shouldn't be any judgment about it, I don't think. I think that's a big problem. Yeah. I, I think, like, you may disagree with it theoretically. You may agree, disagree with it, you know, from a tactical point of view or from a strategic point of view or whatever it is. You may think Black Hat SEO is, is wrong and I shouldn't do it. It's against Google guidelines. It's not lucrative and, and whatnot. And that's a good conversation to have. But, and I will say this with adamant vehemency, there is no reason to be aggressively in your face to somebody who disagrees with you about this. No, I mean, again, we've had this conversation earlier. I've had people aggressively in my face, and I mean aggressively, talking about PBNs at a conference, and, you know, people throwing punches at me and stuff like that. There's no need for it in the world. You know, we can disagree with each other. You could say, Craig, you know, I don't agree with your PBN strategy. You know, I've made, you know, 10 times more money than you by doing it this way, and I'll, I'll sit and listen. Um, but if you're going to come out, throw punches at me and earn 10 times less than me, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. And, you know, I think we're all entitled to an opinion. Yeah. And, and as I said to you earlier, if you disagree with something I say, let, let you know, let's have the debate of, you know, online. Yeah, on 100%. A web. Tell, me, tell me why I'm talking what? shit. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's as simple as that. Or, or, or tell me, you know, back up something with facts or stats. You know, if I say something... You totally disagree with. Come back and say, Craig, that's wrong here, and I'll learn from it. You learn from it, and that's and what it's all about. Learns from it. It's a conversation. Yeah. Look, look. Rank Ranger does not agree with this. We don't say we don't advocate PBNs. We don't advocate any of this. But it's a conversation that you need to have about your site. And everyone wants to have those conversations. Yeah, and you should make your own decision. No yeah. one should tell you what to do. Exactly. Yep. And as I say, no one likes being told what to do. So Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if you t- the more you tell people not to do PBNs oh. or black hat the more questions yep. that, that we're having. And we're sitting in a dark corner here having conversations about Black Hat SEO, um, probably because you were told somewhere along the line that you shouldn't talk about this stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like the tree of knowledge. Don't eat from it. <laughs> but nah, as I say, I think people have to learn, make their own decisions and, and implement, you know, even if it's a small bit of Black Hat into the strategy or, or nothing at all, do, do what the hell you like. If it makes you money, then we're all winners, and, and that's what the, the it, key point it's is. It's hard to argue way. with that. Yeah. If yep. you earn money, do it your way. It's hard to it argue. It toss. Okay, so that actually brings me into my into my last question for you, which is, and I'm building up to this, doesn't everybody cheat the system? Okay, let me okay, put it this way, okay? You're on this, and you're on the In Search SEO podcast, at Rank Rangers podcast, and, and we're going to link to your website in the, in the transcript for this podcast. Yeah. You don't have to. We can just mention you. We don't have to mention you. We don't have to do anything, right? We can have you on the show. We cannot, We don't have to do a transcript. We cannot put your link in. We cannot put a mention. We can't do anything. But we are going to because it's common courtesy. You've came on the show. You've spent your time. You've offered us great insights. And the least we can do is, is put a link in there. Yeah. And isn't that against, technically speaking, isn't that against the guidelines? Yeah, building any kind Don't of say Rank Ranger's breaking the guidelines, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Google's terms of service do say that uh, building any kind of links is against their terms of service. But everyone does it. But the number one ranking factor out there 
is link building. And, you know, that's something that many people have discussed um, along the line. So it's a contradiction. And, you know, tell it, Google releasing a statement saying building a links against the guidelines, yet Google have also stated themselves that link building is one of the main ranking signals. How the hell you could release that? Um, that's again the same way of saying, Craig, don't drink a beer, drink water, beer's bad for you, <laughs> but then pouring beer down my throat, you know, it, it's it's insane, uh, you know, you're doing the, they're saying the opposite of what is supposed to happen, so as I say, do do what you, you feel is right, uh, <laughs> and take whatever you want from what, what I say, what anyone else says, um, and that includes Google, for that matter, and do what you want with it and try it out and and if you make some money you make it back to me and say do you know what you you know i think i should have bent a few rules here and there and, and yeah that's it wait wait you're advocating thinking for yourself yeah it's crazy if, it, but the do horror have those skills? Brando. do people have those skills to think for <laughs> i don't themselves? think so i think it's part I of think, the problem um i think that is a massive it's a massive problem um people oh, with the seo massive problem they're always going yeah this guy said this so it must be right in both camps right yeah. in, in black hat seo oh well this is white hat it can't and be life good in general yeah, oh, people don't think for themselves it's not good uh, and, and by, by the way and it's why we I, I will tell you the truth. The reason why we did this podcast, why we started this podcast, because there are many SEO podcasts that you should not listen to. I mean, you should listen to. But <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons, two of the reasons why we did this was, one, because most SEO podcasts sound like this, and this is really boring, and I wanted to do something fun. And the other reason was is because a lot of the advice that you're hearing out there is it's just like people are just speaking in, in a vacuum. Yeah. It's the same thing over and over and over again. Think for yourselves. For, for God's sake. Yeah. Right? You're an adult. Exactly. I mean, this game's not hard. It's, it's relatively simple if you cut out all the bullshit. And, and you know, the bullshit is 95% There's a lot of that it. clouds your whole judgment. Yep. Um, and if you cut back all the bullshit, and it takes time to learn what's bullshit and what's not. That's the, the where, you know, people will learn and they'll listen to this guy and, and find out that he's talking shit five years down the line or whatever. Um you know, think for yourself is the key part of it. Don't um, be one of those yes men or, or I'm going to join the White Hat Brigade because all my mates drink down that White Hat Club down there or, or whatever it may be. You know, I've fought the elements and, you know, people will think I'm an, you know, an asshole or whatever it may be. <laughs> He's um, not, because by the way. He's one of the nice people I've ever met. <laughs> and, you know, people have perceptions of you because you talk about certain topics. And, and that's terrible. And that's, it's not right either. That's terrible. You know, I get, I've got tattoos and a Scottish accent. People think I'm some loose canon maniac that, that fights it's but everyone's getting entitled to their own opinion and we just have to live with it but yeah i think for yourself is what i would always advocate it's it's, it's such a problem and, and you should by the way i, I would say 99 percent of the content that i read and, and whether it be on the most authoritative website or the most black hat website is crap because no one's thinking for themselves yeah that, yep. that, that's it and, and what I would probably say is my key asset is that I can think for myself or I will challenge something I, you know I'm not a guy that's going to sit there and just accept something I, I'll 
take you to task on something and, and I think that's where I've done reasonably well in, in my SEO career because I've got that in my nature. You know, I, I don't just believe something because someone said it. Um, and I don't know if that's a Scottish thing or, or just the way I'm brought up or whatever. You know, people talk a lot of shit back in Scotland, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and you can't really believe what anyone says. But in all, in all reality, you know, I don't know if that's something that, you know, is just part of my nature and, and I feel lucky. But I think you, you do just have to use a, a slight bit of common sense. We're not, none of us here are sitting here you know you're you're obviously more intelligent me than me being a teacher and, and stuff like that uh, i wouldn't but, go that far um, those who can't do teach <laughs> <laughs> but no i think you you know you have to think for yourself and use common sense and i think that is big big things in this industry that that people lack and some social skills and some networking skills go a long way oh yes to, to helping as well and you know we can laugh at each other and say you know we're weirdos and we don't like people and stuff but we can both hold a conversation um, with other people and stuff like that as well. And I think just getting out there, networking, talking to people uh, also helps you along the way. Yeah, you've got me right to my rights. I am not a people person, despite my outgoing personality. <laughs> <laughs> how does that work? I have to ask the big man upstairs about how that works. I was um, going to ask how you've got a personality, to be fair. Um, um, it's, it's a miracle. <laughs> I, they should actually take my brain, put it into the ether, and study it for the generations to come because it makes no sense. No, I wasn't saying you had a personality. I'm just saying how you think you have got a personality. Oh, 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 oh I just got nah, ranked. Sorry. I just got ranked on my own show. <laughs> sorry a, about that. No, don't edit that out, by the way, because that was good. Yeah. All right, so I, the last thing I have to ask before we do a little fun bit at the end, Grey Hat SEO. What is that? Where does that fit in? Do you think that some of the things you're talking about are Grey Hat SEO? Is there no such thing as Grey Hat SEO? Who cares about Grey Hat SEO? No one cares Grey about Grey Hat SEO. SEO. Nah. No one cares. I mean... If you want me to give you an answer... Like how, which, how light of a shade of grey is it? <laughs> Have you ever heard of that film, Fifty Shades of Grey? Don't tell my wife, but yeah. You, you've seen that? Actually, I have not seen Your it. Your wife's seen it as well. I hope so. What colour of grey was that guy wearing? Yeah, I, to my recollection, he wasn't wearing anything. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, nah, that, that, that's not even one of my jokes. But, yeah, I don't... I it think, is now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, you know, again, it's, it's down to personal opinion. If you want a, a kind of PR answer, if you like, you know, grey hat is somewhere between black and white hat and, you know, you're doing a few hooky tricks, but it's bullshit. You know, we're all playing tricks and you can call whatever, you know, brown hat SEO, shit coloured SEO, whatever you want to call it. You know, that's what I'm doing. Call it whatever you want. As long as I'm making money, then, yeah, I'll go along with whatever colour someone wants to tarnish it. it, it the colours come from people who've got something to say about it. You know, and that, and and you know, what I would tend to say is the shit that comes out of other people's mouths that are abusing me online or whatever tends to be brown. So let's call it brown. brown. <laughs> it's a shade of grey brown, which is which is again ridiculous. We're we're this is SEO. It's not life or death. Exactly. It's just SEO. Whether you agree with black hat SEO, whether you don't agree with black hat SEO, it's just SEO. <laughs> That's it. That, that's it. Okay, so I have this great bit that I do. I think it's a great bit. Um, it's called Optimize or Disavow It. Okay, the way this works is for my regular listeners. They know how this works, but I will explain it to you. I will either give you two great options, and you are forced to choose between one great option over the other, of course, discarding a great option, or you're, I'm going to give you two terrible options, and you have to choose between two terrible SEO tactics, and, of course, no one wants to choose a terrible SEO tactic. And, of course, since we're doing Blackhead SEO – 
I'm going to give you two terrible tactics, and you have to choose between one or the other. This is the Craig Campbell version of Optimize It or Disavow It. Okay. Assuming you need to do one or the other, it's a zero-sum game. You can't do both to any extent whatsoever. What would you think is a lesser of two evils? Keyword stuffing or writing a really slick, clickbaity, spammy sort of title, which is a lesser of two evils? <laughs> you have to choose one, man. That's the, that's the game. So, as, as far as I'm concerned, click-through rate is a ranking factor. Mm. By the um, way, point on that, and I will say this on record, if Google is not using that, why aren't you using that? That would make things better. And assuming you have the data, it makes sense that you'd be using that because it only makes things better. But you do realize Google are using click-through rate. Mm -hmm. It's a massive ranking factor. I would think so. And we're all doing click-through no. manipulation. Yeah, they say no. Right. But, but it makes no we've sense. We've had this whole conversation that we don't believe everything Google say. No, that's not true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the kind of thing about the beta click-through rate title um, would be the one that I would choose to do. Keyword stuff in Nothing. Nothing doing there. That ain't happening. That, yeah, that's that, true. That's... That makes sense, actually. I mean, it's assuming that, you know, people, I mean, the truth <laughs> is that... I'm taking a positive from the the, neg the, the shit you've basically given me. Um, <laughs> that's and, the whole point. And the click-through rate part and, you know, the clickbaity thing. Um, no, but it's true. People what? will click on it. Yeah. And and that if that can help take me from position two to position one... It's a legitimate point. Peep that there are terrible titles that you uh, that most people know are obviously crap, and you shouldn't click on it. But the reason why people do those kind of click through on uh, this click through those those clickbaity sort of titles is not because they're idiots. Yeah, but they you know, know people the click on public, it. The general public are idiots. Like my mother, she'll click on it. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. My mother does not listen to the podcast, so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I think I think my my father. Um, Actually, had one of those Indian guys phone him up saying, um, you've got a virus <laughs> on the computer. Uh, <laughs> um, click on here and we'll clean it up and all that shit. And yeah. then do, I have to buy an, do I have to buy an iTunes gift card? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, guys guys out there are not computer literate. I'm not going to see everyone's idiots because that's not the case. No, that's not true, obviously. Um, but there are a lot of people there who are not computer yeah, literate or they're just not web savvy or whatever you want to call it. hundred percent. That's a hundred percent true. My father, by the way, who I live 5,500 miles away from my father. And I, I've, I've lived as such for five years. My father just learned how to use video calling to see his grandkids oh. because he's scared of technology. Oh, my, my dad doesn't do... Um, you know, I've suggested to him, my dad's got like, you know, a dodgy hip and he needs a hip replacement and stuff. And I've said to him, like, why don't you get the shopping all to your house um, through Asda, which is a mm -hmm. UK shopping place. And uh, he's like, no, 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 I'm never putting my bank details into the computer. Yeah. You know, someone's oh. going to steal money from my me. My father will never stuff. do it. Oh, no. It, never. It, and there's nothing you can do to change that No, there's mind. nothing you can do. And those are the, the sort of people who would click on that, that yeah. clickbait title. And that works for you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're banking on our fathers, basically. Yeah. You're trying to manipulate it and, and abuse our fathers. That's terrible. Shame on you. But if you're making money from it, <laughs> if you're play, making money from it, it's um, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, not that I've ever... Ripped off anyone's father. <laughs> <laughs> <Up> your own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, 
can't, yeah, can't deny that one. All right, we're, we're, not, we're not having you lay down on the couch here. We're not, we'll stop here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Craig, thank you so much for coming on the Insert SEO podcast. That was beyond entertaining and beyond interesting and beyond insightful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Been a pleasure. And we are back to your regularly scheduled Insert SEO podcast. Fascinating topic. Really hard decisions to be made for you. If, if you're competing with sites that are doing black hack tactics, it's a very difficult decision for you. I do not underestimate the, the difficulty of that decision for you. Which, by the way, leads us right into our Rank Ranger SEO community question. Take it away, Sapir. How do you stay competitive with sites using black hat SEO tactics? Ooh, right. So you want to stay within the guidelines, as well you probably should. But what can you do to counteract some of the more immediate gains produced by Black Hat SEO Topics? Please share it with us. You will see the question on the Rank Ranger Twitter account. You can find it on the blog that harbors this podcast. You will see it on the our Facebook account, our LinkedIn account. It's there. Find it. We l- would love for you to comment, and we'll share your knowledge. We'll give you a plug next week right here on the In Search SEO Podcast. Now, by the way, that reminds me, um, because last week, right, we asked a question about... Um, besides a bio, because we spoke about Eat last week, how else can you build an author's authority? Right, everyone knows the bio. One of the one of the one of the many answers that I saw was from Avi from Avi from Etoro, and uh, he wrote on LinkedIn that well, he wrote on LinkedIn that you should do LinkedIn, which is okay. LinkedIn is a great way to Google. LinkedIn is one of the top five that sites that Google crawls all the time. So if you're posting all sorts of content related to a particular topic and assuming that Google has a, a knowledge graph and it understands who you are and it understands what you're writing and it can put it all together. So writing on LinkedIn, posting articles, not posting articles, creating articles on LinkedIn could be a great way for Google to see who you are and what you're writing. And maybe it could theoretically apply that to a, the site that you're actually working for and writing for and trying to build authority for. So that's an interesting idea from Avi from eToro. Okay, moving right along. A lot of interesting tidbits of information hit the industry over the past week, which is why Sapir is going to please hit it with the news. So there was another Google bug. This time, when on an AMP page, the link to go to the site itself did not work. Right, okay, so an AMP page... Google has this long-standing problem. It's offered a solution. Okay. When Google caches the AMP page, so when you have an AMP-optimized site and a user goes to it, they actually go to a site that goes google.com slash whatever, 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 because Google caches the page for quicker load time. So it's not actually your page. You know, of course, publishers are all upset about this. This is an old story. And Google offered a way to get around this by having a way to access the actual page itself on the on the cache version of the page. So let's just say for argument's sake, you're going to, I don't know, a CBS News article, and you click on it from the top stories carousel on the on the SERP, and you head over to this page. It's a Google cache page. You want to actually go over to the CBS page, which why would you want to anyway? What's the difference? But fine, okay? And you do. You click on this little link they have at the top there, and it didn't work. You just got stuck on the page, the, the cache page, the Google page that you were on. So that, I'm sure, made everybody who was already upset about AMP a little bit more upset about AMP. So everyone's still upset about AMP. That's the point of the story. Okay, let's move on. Okay, another bug seems to be resulting in users seeing a redirect notice when clicking on the site within the local panel. You know, we just, instead of calling this, you know, the news, we just call this Google bug updates because there just seems to be endless updates, bug updates to share with you. Okay, so this was an interesting one. 
Right, so you know that you know the redirect page. It looks like you're trying to reach this site. Click the go ahead, basically. So when you clicked on the site in the local panel, you got this redirect page, which is not good because most people may not click through it and they wouldn't go to your actual page. And obviously, right. that's not a good thing, right? Obviously, right, right. <laughs> so when you saw this message, okay. like, oh, the previous page is sending you to here. Did you really click on that link? Meh, probably not. So of course, local site owners or SEOs were a little bit upset about that one. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Didn't mean to ramble. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Search Console's overview report now shows 90 days worth of data by default, not 28. That's a good thing. It is. Yeah. That's definitely more data, the better. Right. I, I'm not going to ramble. Go on. You're, Go okay. on. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm um, a minimalist. Re refreshing. No. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Also, after extensive testing, Google has officially changed the menu bar on the desktop SERP. The menu now contains heading names next to icons. Right. So you used to have then just the names up there. You had, you know, image, video, um, uh, news, and you can click on all sorts of results until you got the image search, for example. So now you have the name next to this little icon. So for images, it's like an image icon. For video, it's like a video icon. I hate it, by the way. I really don't like it. It, look, it looks like Google went back 20 years into the past. It just looks like it. It looks, as my uncle would say, that's unmature. It looks immature. It looks undeveloped. I, I don't know how to describe it. It just doesn't look like something slick, professional. I don't know, adult. I I'm not a big fan. Okay. I'm really not. It just doesn't do. It doesn't do it for me. Sorry, Google. Anyway, it's the time for the best part of the show. I'm saving the best for last. What goodness do we have in store for you? today with our fun SEO send-off question. Okay. Woo, woo. So, of course, so I always have difficulty coming up with these questions. It may seem easy to you, but it's not. So I was eating breakfast one day. <laughs> As all good things start off with eating breakfast. I was like, hmm, what to ask this week? What am I doing now? I'm eating breakfast. How about the name of Google cereal? So, for use up here, Today, I'm going to ask you, if Google had their own breakfast cereal, what would mm -hmm. they call it? You know, I'm starting to like these weird questions they lately. They grow on you. They grow on you. <gasps> right. Your mind amazes me. It's uh, like, it's like a leech. That. It grows on you. Right. Right, literally. <laughs> okay. Okay, so um, I'm thinking maybe Google Crunch. Uh, just because I love Captain Crunch. Me too. And it's the best cereal ever. It's up there. And it is. And it's if someone there. from if someone from Captain Crunch is listening to this podcast, which I which I doubt, no offense, Morty. Oh, so Captain Crunch <laughs> SEO team. The Crunch <laughs> SEO team is obviously listening to this podcast. And they're like, obviously. oh, we need to take it to the CEO. Anyways, if anyone from Captain Crunch is listening, please provide me with a lifetime supply of your peanut butter butter cereal. Do Thank you, you. Do you ever have the crunch berries? No, I never that. tasted it. Oh, they're not good. No. That was my one. I, I, the peanut butter crunch is awesome. The regular Captain Crunch is divine. Did I get to the Crunch Berry thing? Never my thing. I don't know. I just, I just, it's I just very always good. choose the Captain peanut butter. Crunch. The peanut butter is just wow. It's very, my kids love that one, actually. Wow. Yeah. My wife hates when I buy it because it's like full of sugar. <laughs> Although, I mean, honestly, you, like, it, so there's nothing to do with anything. But a lot of cereals that you don't think have a lot of sugar in it have the same amount of sugar as, you know, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So I'm just saying, you don't have to buy the healthy cereal. You could buy the crappy cereal that tastes really good. Anyway, my turn. My turn. If Google had a cereal, Ooh. they would call it Algos. Get it? <laughs> That's terrible. You know, like, uh, like Algo, algorithm. 
Algos, like Cheerios, oh. Algos. Oh, the hell. Wow. That's so bad. It hurts. Sophisticated. I, so sophisticated. And corny. I'm not usually this corny, by the way. It's two weeks in a row. I'm pretty corny. Yo, yes. What are you going to do? <laughs> Sue me. Um, <laughs> well, with my corniness. By the way, I think I'm the crunch made out of corn. Anyway, that will do it for this version of the InSearch SEO podcast. Do not forget we release a new episode every Tuesday. So reach out again next Tuesday. Thank you for listening. And don't forget it's InSearch because we're all in search of something. Take care. Thank you.